This is the Salt Company National Podcast, a resource for college students on mission for Jesus. Hey guys, welcome back to the Salt Company National Podcast. We are so thankful that you are joining us again. We've got Zach and Stephen Rice joining us again for another episode. Let's go. Here we go. But we don't just have Zach and Stephen and Courtney this episode. We actually, for the first time, have a guest on our podcast, which I think Whoa, makes us way more guest. legit. Thank God we brought somebody else in here. Finally, someone else to talk right now, right? <laughs> Gosh. So guys, we are today, we're going to interview one of my very good friends and one of someone who I think is possibly married to one of the best people that's ever existed. Her name is Shaylin P- Peterson. So that means that we are introducing conference speaker Luke Peterson today. What's up, Luke? Wow. Absolute honor to be on this. Honored to be a friend of Courtney. Honored to be married to Shaylin. Just, just honors all around. Yeah. So we're excited. Luke is preaching on Friday night at the conference, Luke is is currently the lead pastor of a church in Columbus, Ohio, the Capitol Church at the Ohio State University. But you don't you don't call it the Capitol Church. We do call it the Capitol Church. No, no, we actually just call it the Capitol Church uh, uh, normally, but it yeah. is the Ohio State. We do. Are you a big that. Buckeye fan now, or what? Oh, without question, without just, question, just bleeding red, huh? Yes, absolutely. Feeling great. Yeah, I got to ask: are, are you feeling pretty good right now about the college football playoff turnout? I mean, I'm in Michigan, you know, big Michigan State guy here. Obviously, you guys lose the game, but if I'm you, you got to be feeling good, right, about the turnout? You know, it, it was one of those things that I thought I thought we had. Uh, a team that could win the national championship. I always thought that they had some ups and downs throughout the year, but I always thought, you know, that locker room possessed the ability to win. I think, I think that was proven in the college football playoff heartbreaking loss, of course, but uh, got a lot of those weapons coming back. So, you know, the, the optimism is still there for next year. I mean, this thing turns around and it's like, okay, expectations of national championship next year, I guess. So Yeah, but I got to know, man. So you guys handle Georgia. You get close, right, down to the field goal. But then they just obliterate TCU, who happens to beat Michigan, your rival. Yeah. I mean, are you feeling good about that or what? I felt um, very good to watch that game because I like anything that makes uh, Michigan look poorly, and that, that game was definitely one of those. So Great. Yeah, guys, I've actually been to a Buckeye game with Luke. And they were playing my alma mater, the Iowa Hawkeyes. And no chance I was going to win at the time. But Luke was so engaged and almost disappointed that they weren't just like blowing Iowa out of the water to start. So I know Luke personally, and I know he is a big Buckeye fan, loves the Ohio State University. So Luke, you guys decided to plant um, in Columbus. What year? What made you guys decide to to go to the Ohio State University. Yeah, we we kind of made that decision early January of 2020, and then we actually moved here summer of 2021, and then planted August of 2021. But um, we honestly never looked any other place but Columbus. Like it initially was attractive from a distance to me, and then as we started walking that road, it only became uh, more so attractive. Um, what feels unique. Uh, to Columbus for me is that it's a city that's got over 2 million people. So it's like a, it's a pretty big place, but 
Uh, the city really loves that Ohio State's here. Um, it's a city that loves college students. And so for us to be a church that also loves college students really fits into the vibe of this city. Um, when students aren't here, I, I feel like our city's worse. Um, I think our church is definitely worse without students. And so uh, moving here, having a love for Ohio State and a love for college students in general definitely kind of like fits where our city's at. Uh, love the size, love how it feels. Um, high sports culture here. Uh, not only, you know, Ohio State, I think, has 37, like, would be considered varsity sports teams, but there's also NHL, MLS, uh, baseball. There's there's a, some type of game going on, I feel like, at all times here. So uh, it was an attractive city, attractive campus. It, it, it was a pretty easy decision for us to pick Columbus and then move here, and we only love it more and more over time. I don't, I don't plan on ever leaving. So, man, that's awesome. Well, if you've never been to Columbus, you should go because it sounds pretty freaking sweet. But uh, Luke, tell us a little bit about like your family and you're not alone there in Columbus. And so tell us a little bit about your family. I know we mentioned your wife a little bit early on. She sounds like a legend, but yeah, yeah. Yeah, So uh, married Shaylin a little over eight years ago. Uh, She's from Grand Rapids, Michigan. Um, so yeah, I've been married for almost nine years. We have, uh, a son named Brooks. He'll be three at the end of January and a little girl named Annie who will be one at the end of January. So it feels like our family at this stage of our life, like all they know is Columbus. That's, that's all they're going to know growing up. Right. Um, but our, our family's getting more and more and more fun as the years go on. Like Christmas this year was super fun to have Brooks at his age and, Annie getting older. And so, uh, you know, the family for me has been real wind in the sails as we've been trying to plant this church. Uh, love being home. That's my favorite place to be, honestly. Uh, love hanging out with my family. So all is good. Man, that's awesome. So you got a kid, kids that are three and one. What are they like into right now? What are your kids like? What's the thing that's like their yeah, life currently? Yeah. Annie is, uh, she's just really into, uh, her mom mostly and, and cozy, fuzzy things. <laughs> um, she just got her ears pierced. And so, you know, she now, now so she's, cute. she's getting a, a little bit, you know, a little bit more into, uh, into the fashion side of being a little girl. Um, Brooks loves, he loves running around and wrestling and, the movie cars and football. He thinks any football game now is, is the Buckeye. So he's already bleeding. He's already bleeding Ohio state. But, has it, does he already uh, have like walks firm to commit do. to Ohio state? Yeah, that, that is, that is definitely a dream of mine is that, you know, Ohio state student, here we come. Let's go. Okay. So Luke, that's your family. And obviously you didn't go to Columbus alone. Tell us quickly about your team. Who Who's on your staff team? Give us a little insight to who you're running with there in Columbus. Yeah, from, from day one had uh, Kyle Sparks, who's a worship pastor here for us locally. Him and I have been friends for about eight years, really close friends. And so he was, uh, he was on the team right from the start. Uh, we have Harrison Getzko is the salt company director here. Lydia Getzko is the associate Salt Company director. We have a girl named Sydney Folks, uh, who's a resident. She graduated from Ohio State last year and came on staff. Uh, we have Bailey Fisher, who's a worship resident, and then my dad Dwight uh, is a pastor. Legend, on our staff. Dwight, so, the legend. Yeah, we we kind of needed like we're a we're a young staff team. Uh, we've got 
a lot of dual relationships. Uh, if, if you kind of heard some similar last names throughout there. Um, and so adding like a 63 year old with a lot of pastoral horsepower and even university experience in my dad's been huge for our team. That's awesome, Luke. But let's let's back up just a little bit. So you've planted a church with the Salt Network reaching the Ohio State University, but how did you even get plugged into the Salt Network? Where did you start? Tell us that story. Yeah, I was just uh, working at a church in Pennsylvania um, in seminary, and I went to college uh, with another network name named Daniel Nemers, who uh, just this this past fall planted a church in Bloomington, Normal, Illinois. Uh, we went together uh, to college. And so we knew of each other. We weren't super close friends just because we were uh, running in different circles, but went to a small university that allowed us to know each other. He kind of caught wind that Kyle Sparks and I were walking a church planting road. And, and at the time he was working for a salt company. And so he just called us and was like, hey, if you guys are thinking about planting a church, you've got to check out what the salt network is doing. At the very least, check it out and you know see if it fits what you guys have in, in terms of vision of what you want to do and where you want to go. And so that started a conversation. I knew nothing of the Salt Network uh, until like end of 2017 when when Daniel called and kind of exposed me to it. And I have uh, only Daniel Nemers to thank for, you know, for bringing me into the network and, and bringing Kyle even as well. Like we ended up moving to Iowa and uh, working for Cornerstone and Ames for a few years, and then you know ultimately came out here to Columbus, sent by them. So uh, Daniel not, not only exposed me to the network, but uh, he was in my corner trying to get me a job at Cornerstone, and uh, so I am I am forever grateful to him. So you were in Ames for how many years? Three years total. Three Initially years. Moved okay. To Ames worked worked for Salt Company. Yep. For a year, and then kind of transitioned into the the two year candidacy runway, and uh, you know it was in that you know in the the last two years where we picked Columbus, you know, hired a team, got trained up, those types of things. Yeah. So just in your experience, you know, at Ames Salt Company, but now at um, Columbus Salt Company, what's the thing that you've seen that you just you love about Salt Company? Why did you decide, you know, initially coming over to to Ames to decide, hey, maybe I want to plant a church, maybe I want to be a part of this thing? Like, what was compelling about about Salt Company or or our church planning model? I I honestly had no exposure to like college ministry or uh, prioritizing college students at all until the Salt Network, and really quickly became convinced. Like this is honestly the best strategy, I think, to impact our city, to impact other cities, to impact cities around the world. Um, I'm, I also became convinced pretty quickly that this is the most fun uh, way to do church and the most fun strategy as well. Um, one of the things, maybe this is because I've always been a millennial, but one of the things that has always driven me crazy was older generations just having all kinds of evidence of why they why they don't like younger generations. And for me, I, maybe it's because I've like heard stuff about millennials like my whole life that that's always been poor. Um, but I, I feel like I absolutely love, you know, the current generation in college, have so much belief for them, uh, love younger generations. I, I feel like what's true of college students, but especially this generation, but I think will always be true to some degree is uh, they're, they're willing to leverage their life for what they think is most important. And so I feel like it's a worthy call on my life and our lives as an organization. 
uh, to try and make Jesus what they see as uh, most important, because I think they're going to do radical things once once they have that. Uh, I think we've seen that. I mean, our network it has that, you know, over and over and over. We could tell tons of stories. I, I just think college students unendingly uh, will be impacting and changing the world. And, you know, I, I think Jesus in their hands will will do that um, maybe strategically better than any other generation or any other demographic. And so I have like unending belief and joy in what is true of college students. And I'm so excited to be part of an organization that, you know, continues to believe in them and prioritize them. Uh, we, we meet in like a shared office. We have office space. And uh, the other day I was doing some work and some college students came rolling into it and obviously came over. We're super loud, all that type of stuff. One of our, one of our staff members said to me, after like, I am so sorry that, you know, they came and bombarded your, you know, private work time and everything. And I was like, honestly, it's just so good to have them back from break. And if I felt annoyed by college students, then I'm, I'm doing the wrong thing as a career. Like I actually love it when they come <laughs> in and they're loud. I love it when they're here. Totally. You know, I love the energy they bring, the excitement, the radical nature to their lives. Yeah. And so I, I can't imagine doing anything else and I wouldn't want to do anything else. So yeah, man, thinking about loud, rambunctious college students. We've got some coming up. We've got conference, Salt Company Conference coming up uh, right around the corner. And you're one of our speakers, as people know. I'm curious for you. You've been to conference before. What do you love most about that room? Like when you get in that room, what is the thing that you love most about Salt Company Conference? Uh, it, it will be unmistakable to feel the energy in that room, I think for you know four sessions in a row. But uh, I think I think one of the things I get most excited about is it's easy it's easy for me here and I think for our teams to be grinding here locally and asking God to to do a lot of things here locally and then when you get in that room I feel like in a really powerful way you can kind of see the magnitude and scope of you know who God is and His power and even intimacy and very unique in different places. Uh, around the country. So it's fun to see people that we feel like family with that we don't know. Uh, but I'm also moved to just like feel, uh, you know, greater about who God is and, and what he's up to as I see the room expanding uh, so much, you know, between year to year, like salt companies being on campuses for longer is causing a lot of growth. Salt companies being at new campuses is causing growth. And Right. So I feel like the magnitude of God is is like so tangible there and really fun to see and then be a part of. Yeah. Man, it's been cool even for like I've only been going for four years, but I remember Luke when you stood up on stage and we're like, Hey, me and a group of people are gonna go start a church in Ohio State that preaches the gospel. And now this year, like as we walk into conference, we're gonna see a ton of Ohio State students right. repping gear because this is their second year of conference now. Yeah. And it's just, yep. man, that picture that you're talking about is just so clear of like our call to take the great commission, to take it seriously and to go bring the gospel to a place that doesn't have it yet. And then to see the fruit of that, like in a year is just like, yeah. it's nuts, man. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, cause for us, like I went to conference before we obviously had Ohio state students coming and have prayed like a lot of prayers and some really serious prayers over years about the Ohio State students that, you know, we want to see come see Jesus the way we have. And, you know, so for last year, for me, the first time we had students was emotional for me to like see them all sitting there because I think it was the fruit of like so many people's prayers, not only just for our team, but around the mm -hmm. network, like so many prayers 
wow. uh, answered and students showing up there and being excited about what's going on. That That is always cool. Like the first time students showing up at conference and seeing like actually what God's doing around the country is uh, it's really fun to be a small context, a brand new church, a brand new salt company and, and show up in that room. That's, That's great. Awesome. So Luke, you've got students from Ohio State coming, students from 25 other salt companies coming, and obviously you're going to be speaking. And And we talked about in a previous episode, our theme, which is B-side heroes, going through the book of Acts. Obviously you're going to be preaching through one story, which you can get into you know, in your sermon at conference. But man, what is your hope through this series, B-side heroes? What are you praying for? Even for students at Ohio State, how do you want this series and the sermons to impact the salt company at large. Yeah, I, I think I think the theme is really insightful. Like the the group that came up with that, I think is really insightful as they looked at the room because you know B side type of people is is who's sitting in that room. You know, it's like that that's mm-hmm. us. And so creating some exposure of just like normal people who have normal jobs and yet shouldered the weight of you know, the message of Christianity getting to the edges of the earth and in our ability to put our fingerprints on the movement of God, even though we're not huge deals and, you know, we don't have huge platforms and huge followings and certified Instagrams. And, um, you know, we're, we are just like normal people who we're asking God to use. And the cool thing I think about what's going on in Acts is that is the story. It's just normal right. people who decided that they were comfortable with who they were who they were and wanted to be radical and faithful. And then God used them to, to shoulder the movement of, of the message of Jesus. And so, you know, that that's who's sitting in the room, you know, the right. power of faithful people is tangibly seen throughout the Bible. And, and so we just want to see that in the room. Like, you know, you don't have to be the most famous person or, you know, the one with the most impressive seat at the table for, mm-hmm. for God to change the world through you. And, and so it's it's fun for me to think about that in the direction I'm particularly going. But for us, just across the conference, like highlighting that as the message, um, like low platforms and low followings. Yet, mm-hmm. um, you know, these cities were no match for the gospel once these people got on the ground and, and uh, you know, just started being themselves and talking about what Jesus has done. So I am unendingly yeah. excited for the theme, unendingly excited to talk about uh, what I've been given. So. Amazing. Luke, we are so excited. You've been a blessing uh, to me and to my family, and I'm so confident that you are going to be a blessing again to me and my family, but also to um, our staff and our students who are going to be attending conference. Really looking forward um, to hear what God has been teaching you and excited to see how God will use um, yeah, that to just transform my life, but so many others. But Luke, before we let you kind of jump off the podcast, we know that um, church planning is really hard. Obviously, Stephen, Zach, and I have all been on church plans, and we know that there's difficulty inside of it, but there's also so much amazing fruit. But you know, what specifically could we be praying for you guys, for you, for Capital Church? Any specific things, you know, as students who are listening, that we could just engage in and and just pray for you guys. Yeah, I I, uh, I appreciate that a lot. Um, I I feel like the thing that's populating a lot of our prayers here locally is just like more. I feel like we're just constantly asking for more in in the size of our city, in the size of Ohio State. You know, it's just like more exposure and more students and more local families. And you know, the nature of our church is super young at this point, and so 
you know, it's more older people and more experience and more wisdom and more age and uh, just a ton of more, more students, you know, getting exposed to Jesus, you know, th- those types of things. I, I just feel like more continues to populate our prayers here locally and uh, would feel really blessed and honored, you know, for people to just continue to play to pray more for us as well. More health, you know, more uh, team members committed to the mission, more student leaders, you know, all those types of things. Yeah, well, we, the three of us will commit uh, to praying for you this week and and students, those who are listening, we encourage you to also uh, pray for the Capitol Church and the team and the student leaders and community members who are on the ground. So Luke, thank you so much. Uh, We just so appreciate you. Yeah, appreciate you jumping on. Appreciate you uh, being willing to speak at the conference. And we are so excited. um, Yeah, like I said earlier, just to hear what God has been teaching you. So Thank you guys um, so much, guys. On the next episode, we're going to actually hear from another um, speaker. We're going to hear from Austin Edwards. Really looking uh, forward to hearing more about who Austin is, but also what God has been speaking through him as he's prepared for conference. So thanks for joining uh, with us, guys. We're excited. 